climate and sustainability. Oh yes, it is uh, climate and sustainability. And good afternoon to you, Kevin James. Are you good? I'm very good, Ernest. Uh, all good down here in the Cape. All right, good to hear. Now, uh, n- not so good, I suppose, to some extent, in relation to uh, what we're talking about, the water situation down there in the Cape. It has now reached alarming levels. Uh, how bad is the situation there, Kevin? And can the city recover from this? And what are some of the impacts, should the situation not improve at all, uh, materially speaking? So, so, so let me reframe that. Almost everything is good down here in the Cape, <laughs> The situation is actually pretty dire. I mean, we've had level three water restrictions for a little while now. They were implemented last year. The whole objective or aim of those was to try and maintain the consumption for Cape Town at below 800 megaliters or million liters per day. Unfortunately, this has not been achieved. Cape Town has just last week consumed 90 megaliters more than 800 megaliters, almost 900 megaliters. So the issue is that as the levels drop, though, the water evaporates faster, meaning you know, it means that even introducing tougher restrictions, which is now being touted for 1st of February, they're talking about level 3B restrictions, I don't believe it's going to be enough because it's not only about consumption anymore. The dams are now sitting uh, below around 42%, with some dams reaching as low as 25%. The Tia Vitus Cliff, which is the Cape Town's major source, is sitting around 38%, um, and a lot of uh, trees are exposed very, very difficult to navigate there if you are used to boating there. At the current trajectory, experts are predicting that we will be sitting at about 20% by the time May comes around, so just before winter, meaning we'll have, at the moment we have about 100 days left of water here in the Cape Town area, which really sounds very alarming. What would the impact be if the dams reach these critical levels? Well, I suppose firstly we'll have much poorer quality water. Shallower water means that warmer water, uh, the, the water is warmer, it means that contaminants are now are not diluted uh, uh, thoroughly and this leads to uh, pollution issues. So water quality issues, definitely. This will also have a knock-on effect into health problems related to low water flows, poor quality water and dust, and reduced incomes as well because of the greater social issues which should emerge with agriculture probably being first hit here in the Cape, consequences of which would be for farmers to start laying off their farm labors, which is extremely sad given that it's already a very, very explosive situation in the labor market in the agricultural space. This will have an obvious impact on food security with food becoming even more scarce and therefore more expensive. And then finally, the rush for borders. Holes. Everyone is sinking boreholes here in Cape Town at the moment can have other in, uh, issues and, and consequences of its own, including land sinking, where actually land starts collapsing, salt water intrusion if you're near the coast, and a drop in underground water quality. So, Ernest, uh, there is a chance that uh, we might not get to winter in terms of our water supply, and then through winter we need a very, very, very good uh, rainfall as well, which in the most recent winters we haven't received. So the simple answer to your question, I can confirm that the situation is not only dire, it is alarmingly dire. Mm. So on the same topic, Kevin, what, what is the response of corporate South Africa to the water crisis facing them and uh, saying that GCX, your company, in fact, is at the forefront of helping companies address the crisis. So in your opinion, are South African companies doing enough to future-proof their businesses against a water-scarce reality? So that's a that's a really good question, Ernest. And uh, GCX Water, our water stewardship unit, 
really engages directly with corporates on this topic to help them to understand the risks that this water crisis exposes their business to, so purely from a business perspective. So I believe we are very well placed to give an opinion on the level of engagement of most corporates on the topic in South Africa. We deal with many of the top 100 companies and listed environment and have to say that the level of complacency amongst most business leaders, and I'm not saying all, but most, in the face of such a crisis is absolutely alarming, to say the least. I actually grapple with this philosophically, Ernest. We don't really need any more signs that we have right now in terms of the kind of trouble we're in South Africa and indeed globally. The World Economic Forum, two years in a row, identified water as one of the most significant risks facing humanity for the next 10 years. Cape Town just has mentioned 100 days left, as I mentioned in the last piece. Gauteng has water outages all the time, and yet the level of inaction, in fact paralysis, in dealing with the situation is quite out of control. I would never have thought it necessary still under these very tangible negative circumstances to still be trying to convince so many business leaders that they need to start doing something about this problem. In fact, this really motivated me and my team at GCX to devote our next Better Business Breakfast, which you know we've had in the past, Mm -hmm. to an executive briefing, a director's briefing titled Water as a Business Risk and What it Means to Businesses in South Africa Right Now. We are hosting this event with Sun International at the Maslow Hotel in Santon on the 3rd of March, and we have a great lineup that includes really Anthony Turton, who's been on your show before, the water guru of South Africa, who will be giving literally the state of the nation water address and why business as usual is no longer an option for business leaders. Also have Salim Fakir from WWF discussing some of their tools and the examples of the collaboration that they enjoy with certain companies in South Africa. In South Africa. GCX and Sun International will be giving a glimpse of the Sun Glow Water Program, the Water Stewardship Program, which is best practice water stewardship across the Sun International Group. And finally, just to make light of a very serious issue, comedian Mark Sampson, very, very funny environmental sustainability comedian, will be the MC and really providing some much needed comic relief during the breakfast. So, any one of your uh, listeners who's interested, 300 bucks includes a full breakfast, which at the Maslow is outstanding. So, great value to anyone expected, uh, any, to, to anyone who, uh, who joins us at this event and we look forward to receiving you there. Oh, it sounds like it's going to be a great one. Thank you so much, Kevin James. We'll chat again same time next week. Just for the listeners, www.gcx.co.za forward slash water. All right, Kevin James from GCX Africa.